Oh, All right. Is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> I, I like how every guest is like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's the guy. He's very subtle. Um, hey, guys. Third episode. Uh, hey, Armands. You're here, too, I guess. Again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're still rolling. We're still doing uh, exciting stuff. Um, tonight, or uh, I should say tonight because we're recording and it's evening. Anyway. Um, tonight we have a very, very special episode because we have here, uh, Lanthus and Sam as guests. Uh, they're the guys behind the classic loot manager add-on. I don't know if, uh, our listeners are using the add-on, but, you know, um, we're gonna get in, in the ins and outs of what it's like to develop an add-on, what it's like to develop a CLM, how it started, stuff like that. And also um, why why you should try that add-on because I mean we've been using it in our guild and we are very happy. About yeah, it. yeah. But at the Royal Army, we're we're very big fans <laughs> of, of of the add-on the guys created. Uh, so, how about uh, Lantis and Sam? You take some time to you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, I don't know. Just tell us a little bit about yourselves and about your uh, you know your background. And whatever it is that you want to share before we start asking questions, because, you know, I'm very excited and I want to get to it. You want to go first, Lantus? Yeah, we can do that alphabetically, Sam. It'll be easier. <laughs> so, <the> uh, <laughs> yeah, so hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Lantis, or if you want to say my name properly, it's Shimon. Uh, usually people have issues saying that name, so either go by the nickname or okay. Simon. Um, I'm a WoW player. Um, Alliance, always. Always been Alliance. Although my wife tried to pull me on the wrong side, on the Horde side. She, she always played Horde. <laughs> mm, I've been playing on Mirage, Mirage Raceway since the beginning, I think, like one or two months into the Classic. Started with the Essential Guild, and at the end of TBC, we split off to Pan Intended. Always been playing, as well, since TBC, been playing Shaman, previously Hunter. And since level 40 on my Hunter, back in 2019, I'm playing only using a gamepad or recently a Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. I'm also a dad gamer. Uh, my kid, which is now five years old, remembers the time when I was in Naxxramas in Classic. And now, a few months ago, she saw me in Naxxramas in Wrath of the Lich King. So, <laughs> quite a story. Wow, that sounds so wholesome. So wholesome. Yeah, she, she's always asking, Daddy, are you playing today or are you putting me to sleep? <laughs> it's only those two <laughs> options. <laughs> oh. Sweet man. All right, cool. Sammy, what about you? Yeah, um, I'm Sam. I um, I started playing WoW when I uh, was in my first year of university, uh, studying computer science. Um, was always interested in programming, which is why I studied computer science. And um, yeah, found it really exciting the first time around. I think I was a bit late in joining uh, some. Others were already playing, and I think I got like max level uh, when TBC or maybe even Rod of the Lich King dropped. Um, mm. So we we played and until I, I'm not sure actually what uh, I think uh, Rod of the Lich King was one of the latest expansions, maybe one after that, and then all of us mostly quit. Um, and when Classic came around, we uh, we found each other again. Uh, so that's been like 10 years or something. And now we're all uh, parents or uh, we have settled uh, down at least. And um, yeah, it was really exciting for me to um, uh, to experience the first parts that I've actually had never seen uh, before or not, uh, not seriously as a progress uh, guild. Um, back in the day, I also used to do some add-on uh, creation uh i always enjoy well as i said i enjoy programming i definitely enjoy uh, uh finding uh, uh 
uh, bugs in uh, or, or unintended features. I remember back <laughs> in the day, I uh, I used to enjoy um, PvP a lot, and I have always played Druid on the Alliance side, um, or primarily played Druids. And um, I remember this was really annoying that when a, an opponent came into our base, I could see they were coming because of tracking, but I didn't know what class, which is very important if I want to have any chance of, uh, of, of defending properly. So I wrote mm. an add-on that actually uh, allows me to have a custom tooltip on the minimap that showed their class colors. Uh, that's no longer possible, so I'm afraid they, uh, they found it, uh, well, an exploit or a cheat. But um, yeah, that was my first uh, attempt at uh, making something to improve my own, uh, my own game a bit. Well, so would uh, you guys would you guys say that you're solving problems that Blizzard doesn't, or it's more like uh, quality what, feature quality. that you're adding? Yeah. Well, they're the same, right? I mean, by definition, I think we're solving problems yeah. that Blizzard doesn't. I'm mm -hmm. not sure that they should be solving this problem. I don't think they could. Um, they could make it easier for us to solve problems, though. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting that you mentioned it. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if there's any official documentation. If there is, I would love to be pointed to it after 20 years or what. Uh, but I, I think all, all documentation is community generated, right? Oh, so there's not a straightforward line to, you know, <clears throat> create something in add-on or anything? Or what goes by the, you know, as you said, the one that uh, was considered an exploit? Uh, like in terms of uh, agreement for the add-ons? Well, there's the terms, like the, the, those, are, those are the same terms for you, I guess. But the, the standard reasoning is that anything you do within the API that they offer mm. is not very illegal. And if they think it's not beneficial, they will remove it. So they did this for Classic when someone created a Dungeon Finder, I think. Oh, but so you're, so, for example, you're allowed to create an add-on, uh, you can publish it. And then you can, you know, they decide if it's considered an exploit or not. Or is there some, you know, uh, I don't know if it's this backend or frontend. Is this something to stop you from already uploading it? No, no, no. You can definitely upload anything. There's, like, you will also, as an atom maker, not... Uh... Uh, give me one second. Uh, my son's coming and he wants another kiss before he goes to sleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so cute. So cute. Um, uh, while we wait for for uh, Sam to come to come back, I wanted to ask Lantis because uh, I've heard that both of you have a well. I definitely heard that Sam has a um, uh, computer engineering background, so I'm assuming a coding background. Uh, do you, Lantis, have the same, or are you mostly a hardware developer? What's what's up? Yeah, well, uh, I'm a fully hardware developer. I use hardware description languages to develop FPGAs and ASICs, and uh -huh. mo mostly CPUs. Uh, and I actually have some software background, like Python or scripting languages like Tactical. Well, Python is scripting language. So it's not like it was complex for me to learn Lua but I had to learn it from scratch purely for atom development. Right. I've never heard of, of Lua before. This is, this is the first time I've actually... Uh, I didn't know that language existed. Um, you know the errors I, you get, though? Like when <laughs> yeah, the Lua errors. Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, this, this shit just flew straight over my head, man. <laughs> I was looking at it and I'm like, what the fuck is a Lua, man? <laughs> what, what is this weird thing? Oh, I see, I see. So do you, um, Landis, do you feel like um, anybody can develop an add-on in general? Or do they need to have a coding background? Or is it just, you know, it makes it easier? Well, at this point, I would say anybody can. You would oh, okay. need to have a coding background or start learning coding somewhere because learning coding in WoW environment is not easy, to be honest. Mm -hmm. The environment, uh, the documentation, as some mentioned, 
basically everything, all the limitations imposed by Blizzard makes developing add-ons pretty tedious, I would say. Definitely. Right. I would like to add to that, though, that, that especially back in the day, and you can still see that most developers don't have a programming background. So most add-on developers uh, have don't have a programming background, but luckily the there are no real quality requirements. So you can get away with writing very bad code. Mm -hmm. uh, so so I think anyone can do it, but especially the, the bigger add-ons, um, mm -hmm. uh, there you would expect some actual skill skilled developers. So like the bigger, like I cannot imagine DBM having developers who have no real background in developing, but smaller yeah. add-ons, there will just be people copy-pasting stuff from the internet and then reloading until it works. So oh, are, you, are you using add-ons in general <laughs> in your play? <laughs> or, or only your add-ons? I mean... Oh, me? Well, I'm, I'm definitely using a lot of add-ons. Like the, the, the standard interface is not great. Uh, so for healing, I use things like Voodoo. Um, uh, un my unit frames have add-ons. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely I think I use as many add-ons as anyone else. I have a really I silly think question. it is possible to play without add-ons at this time, to be honest. No. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I have a really silly question. I was thinking, for example, when we go to like Curse or anywhere to download an add-on. We're just uh, reading a pure uh, little description. Then, if it suits us, or depending on the downloads, etc., we get the add-on. For you guys, since you're developing, uh, is there a way? Are you looking like because some add-ons have, um, you know, the script or some um, things you can check out? Do you read that as well before downloading anything? Oh, interesting! Interesting question. No, I don't, to be honest. I use WowUp, the add-on downloader, and I mostly use popular add-ons. So right. then I feel comfortable enough. There cannot be really bad stuff in there anyway. So they just might perform badly, and then I'll just remove them. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. Yeah, I did reverse engineer a few add-ons just to check what's going on, <laughs> because I had some issues with them. I knew uh, it. I I knew it. <laughs> I'm sure I was sure as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was one situation when enabling an add-on did a denial of service for everyone in the guild. And basically wow. few people even just ignored me because ignoring <laughs> you ignores the add-on communication also. And I even told the author about that issue. And right. uh, as for as for today, it is nearly half a year and that issue is still not fixed in that <laughs> That's bad. I think BKRS had a similar problem actually. So, so I, I mostly focused in the CLM development on the, the communication library. And one interesting part about the way Blizzard created it is that you cannot really send big messages. So the community has come up with ways to send them more slowly. Throttling uh, is what it's called. If you send out a lot of mm -hmm. messages at once, it'll just disconnect you. So they will um, split up the messages in smaller packets and then reassemble them. Um, but add-ons not implementing this properly, and this used to be weak RS as well, um, they could actually hang while reassembling. So you could just send them small pieces, and then at the end you could say, I'm done. And that could lead to a, like a five-second freeze if you just send them messages for long enough. Uh, so, so that was actually quite recently, I think, this year. I, I was thinking on that issue that existed in CLM as well, or could be abused. Um, mm -hmm. uh, in our in our in our communication library, and I was very conscious of this like limitation. Although in practice, like within a guild, you can just guild kick them. That's a simple problem as well, <laughs> a simple solution. But for for yeah, yeah. RS, it wasn't the case. So you could actually freeze up anyone. You just send them small messages for like three minutes, and then hit the the pull the trigger, and they would just freeze for a few seconds. I guess that could be exploitable in Battlegrounds if you were uh, creative enough. <laughs> yeah, creative let enough. me add to one thing here. It's not that the weak aura had the issue. It's that you can actually use the comms within weak aura. An aura, actual aura, 
and it can cause the issues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's quite a distinction because while Wick Auras is a very special case. Uh, I really love Wick Auras. Uh, most of my UI is Wick Auras because I can actually mm -hmm. tailor it myself very easily. However, if you will go and download any random Wick Aura and check how they behave uh, in terms of performance or communications, you would be shocked how bad most of the Auras are. Because anyone can create them and people just, you know, create them, upload them, and without mm -hmm. any further thinking, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bad, bad, you mean in terms of uh, efficiency or uh, just, you know, um, uh, spaghetti code in general? Efficiency. Efficiency. Mm, I see. Just, by the way, I, I just double-checked. It was actually in the weak aura code, like, itself. So it wasn't a weak aura that broke the stuff. It was the synchronizations or the sharing of links. Uh, they fixed it very, very promptly, by the way. But the sharing of links used to be... Uh, when you send it to someone, they would immediately download it um, and only then show the pop-up. So now you actually have to click the link before you download the big bulk or something. I see. But they uh, but they did a great job at fixing that. So so that those are the things that I, uh, I really like to focus on, especially on communications, because you wouldn't want anyone uh, to be able to affect your game locally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, back to the to your add-on, um, to, to at least the big one. I'm pretty sure that you guys have developed a lot of other ones that maybe didn't see the public eye, and you you have all the time that you need to talk about them as well. Uh, but let's talk about the elephant in the room, the classic loot manager here. Um, Seven hundred thousand downloads. I was uh, telling to Lantis before um, we started recording that. This is, to me, it's insane. I think it's a very highly popular add-on. But I would like uh, for you to explain to us what it is to somebody, you know, who might not know what it is or what it does, why it's beneficial to them, you know? Because, yeah, we use it in, uh, in the Royal Army, um, but maybe other people have never used such a thing in their uh, rating and, uh, and whatnot. And how you, came with the, how you came up with the idea, that'd be interesting, and the history behind it. Sure. So back in Classic, we have used DKP system, Dragon Kill Points, very old system. I think it is even originating from the times of Lineage MMO. Yeah. So quite before. Wow. Yeah, it should go way back. Yeah. And, you know, there was one add on. It, it actually had over 600,000 downloads only in Classic. It was called Monolith DKP. And mm -hmm. it worked. And that's the only positive thing I can say about it. <laughs> it worked. It did its job. Um, it was written by an amateur. Uh, but, well, it worked, you know. Th there was nothing else working. And back then, I got approval from the author to actually create a fork. And I did a fork, and I did a lot of fixes. That was my first... Uh, Adventure with add-on development, basically creating essential DKP enough for our, our guild essential. I fixed the, the monolith and we ride it using it throughout whole classic. But uh, so, you know, so sorry for cutting you off, but because um, I, I have zero knowledge over all these things, what's a fork? Well, it's a method uh, or functionality of uh, Git or actually a, a code management system to uh -huh. have a separate copy of the repository connected to the original one. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Got it. So, it, so if you take the, the analogy, I think that's where it came from. Is like if you see the development of the, the, the code as a, as a road that you're on. So every next uh -huh. version is a point up in the road. But at some point, some people could say, we're going the other way. So you create a fork in the road. One atom oh, goes here, one way. I see. I see. Yeah, that's and the nice. other, yeah. Um, and then later on, you can merge them again. It's again a road analogy because the two roads can come together again. Right, right. I see. I see. Okay. 
Yeah, so when TBC was near, we simply thought that, you know, this won't work for us, especially that there was a lot of changes coming in the API because when TBC came in, Blizzard did a lot of API synchronization between retail and classic, which wasn't mm -hmm. the case in uh, vanilla classic. Mm -hmm. Could we explain, by the way, what an API is? Is that a familiar term for people? Okay, so we, we could, we could. So API is basically shortcut from application programming interface. So a set of commands or functions or methods to use that are given to you by the environment you are in. In this case, the WoW execution environment. Right. Everything that happens needs to happen through the API. There's no other way, simply. Mm -hmm. And yep. so, so TBC came and we started discussing with some. I don't even recall how we actually go, got into the, the discussion itself. Do you remember some? Yeah, I, I think I think there was talk of developing a new add-on and um, I was talking with some friends as well. One of the really annoying things was about the monolith. Um, in essential, we had multiple raiding teams. So at some point, I think we caused a wipe in one raid because the other raid was pushing out uh, loot or something because it would sync a whole big data set and mm -hmm. uh, uh, it would essentially run the denial of service attack that, that I described. Like it would send a whole lot of data and then at the end, everyone would freeze for like 20 seconds because we had a big data set. And if that happens during a boss fight, uh, that's not uh, not optimal. So yeah. then we, we were at a stage where we'd say, well, okay, everyone uh, heads up. We're going to uh, to do decay now or something like that. Um, and that's when I already started thinking about the, the communication part. Uh, so when, when uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly, but when someone mentioned that uh, Lantus was going to develop something new, like I, I immediately was triggered, like, well, I, I want to work on the, the communication and data Mm -hmm. layer uh, of this add-on. And that's, I think, how it started. Uh, like, yeah, I don't remember the, the details, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think something like that. And I remember that uh, we went to a separate Discord and had like three or six months of discussion how we want <laughs> to, the core to look like. Right. So the, the the designing part was the one that took uh, more time. I, I the, would say the, the interface. No, no, not not the inter. Well, okay, let's start to step back. I would say Sam's talking me into a proper way of doing stuff. Took the most time. <laughs> Sam's a professional. <laughs> And I, I wasn't very sure if, if we want to go this way, but uh, in the end, we decided that Sam's approach is the best one. And mm -hmm. I'm very happy about that. And I'm very grateful to Sam because the, the methodology is very useful. I'm even using it at, for some research at work. And, you know, after we, we did the discussions, we started working separately because whole CLM database and communication are quite tied together for a library that some developed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I didn't need some to work on my part and some didn't need me in the beginning. Right. I started yeah. working on some, you know, functionalities, trying to see what will we actually need, you know? Right. So, so when you think about the communication layer uh, earlier, um, Lantus explained what an API is, right? So an API is anything that's offered by the environment. So in WoW, we have like things to, uh, you know, to get the people in your guild or get the, the name of your current target and stuff like that. Those are all APIs. Um, but libraries can actually um, also define functions. So you could create a library that um, helps you with stuff that you often need to do. For example, you could create a library that tells you the level difference or the chance to hit for a specific target that you're targeting. Um, mm -hmm. And it, the idea is that 
if you have a library that does that, you don't have to reinvent the wheel and possibly make mistakes that someone else already made and fixed. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 the communication and database layer, the idea was the same. We only had to agree on the API so that Lantus know, uh, knew like what things he could do. The idea was like, this is how you store code or store data. This is how you change data. And I will make sure everyone has this data. Did you have access in the beginning, for example, in TBC, uh, to all the objects in the game? Let's say the items, the weapons, the armors and everything. Did you have access to that or you had to implement it manually? I, I think actually the client has ways to get this information, but you cannot just get it for everything at the same time. So many add-ons sometimes uh, will not show a tooltip properly. Uh, for example, if you have Pawn, I noticed it with Pawn with the gem helper or something, <clears throat> it will sometimes not show a tooltip for an item that no one has linked to you or you haven't seen in-game. Um, but the, the documentation by the community, uh, because it's a 20-year-old game, of course, uh, tells us all the uh, the APIs that are available. They've been mined from the client. So right. every release, someone updates this on GitHub, and it's just extracted, and then you can figure out what it does by, right. by trying it. How long did it, did it take you guys to go from ideation to launch, essentially? Hmm. Let, let me that just check question. <laughs> I see. I think we started uh, the discussion in January. We, we can check what was the first tag that we did. Wh that we which take. year? Uh, 21? Yeah, 21. Right. Uh, and first, first scratch, I see. April 8th, 2021. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So, and actually before that even, the first commit on the on the communication layer, which at that point was more like a proof of concept, right? Because I I, mm -hmm. I wasn't sure that we could do it. Um, uh, so the unique thing about the, 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 the database layer is the fact that it synchronizes in the background. Um, this is done because we only add new data. We never remove anything, which makes synchronization rel relatively easily. Um, mm -hmm. But it wasn't actually sure if this would work in game. Uh, so 20, February 22nd, 2021, we did the first um, testing uh, of some, some code that could synchronize. But it wasn't an yeah. add-on, like it, it wasn't synchronizing any, anything useful was more of a proof of concept right. and that gave, gave so after that we probably agreed on and finalized the api so that lantus could actually build uh, um, the management uh, code which is clm to actually store something useful uh, right and uh, and to make it make it usable mm -hmm. yeah, i see the that first may 15 Sorry, May 15, 2021 was the first beta release to actually be used that had some functionalities. Oh, four months. Well, that, that, yep. That's not so bad. Uh, depends on how much time you spend each day. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what I that's what I was going to to ask. Now, did it, did it feel like um, you know like a job, or were you guys treating it like a you know like a side project? Maybe I I spent like I invest rather not spend uh, two like, hours per like day. A baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a baby. It felt like two jobs. <laughs> Oh, so, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. it depends on the day. There are days that uh, I do no coding, but there were days that I spent like 10, 16, even hours coding. What? Wow. That's crazy, man. Well, thank you, guys, both. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel a yeah. bit lazy now. Like, I, I, uh, I did definitely spend some uh, some work days. I'm, I'm self-employed, so I, I see this right. as a way to test existing strategies or patterns in a different language um, mm -hmm. uh, when you get to know the language it's actually very interesting 
Um, so I definitely spent like some weeks, several days a week, just working on it. But I never made 16 hours a day of coding. I uh, wouldn't be uh, be very productive if I did. I guess I, I'm not as uh, I can't go for that long, uh, Lantis. Right, I see. I can already picture Lantis with a bunch of Red Bulls or <laughs> other with a lot of caffeine <laughs> working on it uh, day and night. But honestly, that's that's a lot of investment for um, something that's a huge part of the classic community is actually using and they're helping helping them every um, every day. And as a person who, well... I'm not using it to. I'm I'm not the the loot master or anything, so uh, I'm not sure how it functions on that on that end. But as the how should I call me? Uh, I don't know if I'm the end user, but you know, um, as a user of the let's say product, I see that it's very efficient and it's um, it's actually very intuitive as well. Um, it's easy to understand what is going on once you see the pop up window. You know what I mean? Um, without somebody explaining to you, um, even if you don't know what a DKP system is, because that's what we're using at the Royal Army, um, it's still very intuitive. So I don't know. I, I want to thank you guys for that because you've spent a lot of time on it, and it shows. Uh, and it's it's actually a very good, very helpful add-on. And um, you're there for the community whenever something happens, you quickly resolve it, which is also uh, very important. And um, that would be my next question. So you guys, after four months, released the the beta version, right? So you basically wanted the community to do some testing on it to figure out what works and what doesn't and maybe, um, you know, tell you their needs. Is 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 this accurate or am I complete, misunderstanding it completely? I think we wanted our, our own guilds input primarily. Um, oh, cool. Uh, because, of course one thing with loot systems is that uh, everyone has an opinion on them um so 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 you, you really quickly get into a discussion of um of the, the way we had our loot system back in the day and mm -hmm. then the question should we implement this or should we just alter the loot system to be a bit simpler if it isn't that relevant Mm -hmm. And I think to this day, even we get uh, like we and I say we, but but honestly, for the last year at least, uh, Lantis has been doing most of the CLM work because the library just doesn't need much work. Um, uh, basically, any new feature is, is being built on top of it, and it 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 still works. But but we've had people ask for stuff, and at some point, uh, I know Lantis also responded like, well. Maybe just don't do it this way. It's not that relevant of a change. Um, mm -hmm. so, so people would, would essentially come to us like, well, you know, you give out DKP after a boss dies. We want to delay it by five minutes, like for some random reason or something. Yeah. Like they would actually request features like these. Like, well, maybe you should just simplify your loot system a bit to fall within the scope of, of, of the tools that, that can support it easily. So that that's what we did with the first beta, like, is this a minimum viable product, essentially? Right. So, so MVP, yes. yeah. You, you tried the, the add-on on your guild first, right? Yeah, I think Lantus just says, uh, okay, tonight we're doing this, everyone install it, and then... Um, were they eager to try it? Did they trust you when you said you were developing, you know, an add-on that you will change the way you're dealing with loot? Yeah, I think so. Lantus, how did you feel about it? I, I think we've we have gotten a lot of leeway uh, from. Yeah, the, we the, got the a leadership. lot of support. We got a lot of support, especially testing. You know, because in the beginning there were a lot of issues. Even you know, you install one version, you have different amount of DKP than you had in previous version, and that shouldn't happen. You know. Mm -hmm. That's what uh, I wanted to ask first. After you know, yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, and we got a lot of support from the guild, a lot of feedback, a lot of information, a lot of the features that you currently see as you know as as granted actually came from the feedback of our master looters, because of the amount of fright that we had. Uh, one thing I didn't mention was that in uh, when uh, TBC started, we were running Karazan, twelve mm -hmm. teams of Karazan each week, 
even oh, eight wow. at the same time. That's the scale of the add-on that we were, we were targeting. Wow. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, and then this then then having up to date data always is an issue, right? Because historically, like with Essential, officers had to download files and synchronize them offline. Because the next day you have another four teams running. Um and no one knew who had the latest data or stuff like that. So uh yeah, that was a was a very big challenge I remember uh, back in the day. What so how- how did the first run go? I really want to hear that story. <laughs> yeah. The first, uh, even the beta testing, the first time you tried the add-on with the yield, how did that go? Uh, I remember it went uh, surprisingly positive uh, from Flawless. the other side. <laughs> Sorry? Flawless, if I uh, yeah. remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. No Lua errors, I remember, uh, and all the functionalities that were there, and but there were just few of them, <laughs> uh, worked. So yeah, it went very well. But you know, the add-on had like maybe twenty percent of the functionalities, maybe even less back then. Right, right. And then, how did you scale from that? How did you go about scaling? Was it like word of mouth or is it something else that you guys did? Well, basically word of mouth because um, back then only uh, community DKP existed for DKP and the uh, uh, contributor decided to drop it. Basically, there was no other add-on and on the community DKP, they just posted, hey, uh, it's not supported, go use CLM. I see. I, I did a post or two on Reddit. Um, yeah, and that, that's basically it. You know, if you go, if you want DKP or EPGP now, you just go search it and you will see CLM near the beginning. A bit moved lately because of the new search engine, of course, for it. Right. So now that you guys have like um, 700,000 downloads, which Again, to me, sounds crazy, honestly. Um, how you went, you know, from from testing it to guild, with guild members, uh, albeit in a in a huge guild, um, from what I can understand, to having seven hundred thousand downloads, and uh, on your Discord channel, you have about a thousand, I think, members at the moment. Uh, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here. How do you manage yeah, now, now that now that the the, uh, the add on has scaled to that extent how do you guys manage community feedback and is there like a line because sam mentioned that you know uh everybody has an opinion and that's important so how do you how do you try to be efficient when it comes to okay this is information that i feel like it's useful maybe we can look into it uh is it just experience or uh is it something else well uh I've got two rules, two rules that I try always to stick to, or rather mm-hmm. two questions that I try to answer. It's the first one is, is it useful to me? Will I use it ever? And the mm-hmm. second one is, is it useful for the generic community? Mm-hmm. If at least one of those uh, is answered yes, then usually this feature ends in sight. Right. Right. There, you know, I, I could add a lot, a lot of more features. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah, my cat is hissing at me right now. <laughs> literally fine. above my head. Yeah. Uh, there, there, you know, I could do a lot of features based on slash commands or, or stuff like that that I don't do because those are usually one-time requests, you know? I sometimes yeah. provide people some code snippets that they could use, etc. I see. What's the wildest thing that somebody asked you to do? Like the craziest thing? I don't think there was very like very wild things. <laughs> oh, more, more just like stupid things, like like stuff that's already <laughs> possible in a different way. I I have a lot less patience with this. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I do a lot of other open source work as well, and I I always admire Lantis for his patience. I am definitely not as patient. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so pe- people will will 
ask for anything that just makes makes it more uh, useful for them, right? Like they will say, well, I, I usually pass on loot. Why can't pass be the button on the left or right? You know, like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it, it, it shows you that they they are really not thinking uh, uh, in any generalized way. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so it's like, well, okay, but you do this, but do you think everyone is just, I don't know, passing loot? Like, do you think this add-on would exist if that was the goal? And, and yeah, so, 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 you're saying I'm patient, right? But uh, do you remember when I did release of the multi-item auction and the amount of questions to remove that? I, I don't think I was ever so close to losing my patience there. <laughs> All the but ads you about this. removing multiple item actions, yes, and it yeah. is never going. I'm never going back to one item at the same yeah. time. No, you no, can no, do it's, that. It's but... been great. Are you guys using that feature in your guild? The multi action? No, yeah. never. You should. You should try it once. It will save you so much time. Really? Uh, yeah. The, the the idea is what I found. Uh, <clears throat> while I enjoy creating add-ons, I I don't so much enjoy necessarily preparing my character. So I don't really know which loot I need and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So normally when you have an auction per item, you have like 30 seconds, right? This will mm-hmm. be the first time I've seen this item. So then I'm looking in some lists whether this is actually good for me. Mm-hmm. With multi-item auction, you have two minutes. So as soon as the boss dies, you get like seven items. You can click well, around. Well, longer time, to be honest. Dude, where were you all my life? All phase two, where were you? <laughs> He's been spending well, DKP like crazy because he's, yeah. he's, he's scared of losing the item. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I can, I can, I cannot, you know, uh, sim on uh, in parallel as as the auction is, is is running down. I can just look at the uh, at the sim and see, okay, is this item actually useful for me? Is it an upgrade or isn't? So most of the times I go like. Okay, let's spend the DKP and we'll see later because you know yeah. the, the time is is pressing. But now that you mentioned that, I'm, I'm going to go back to the guild and yeah, yeah. tell her. So we, I know that Lantus for himself, he sims for sure, and we have several other people who sim who will sim an upgrade if it drops for them, and they will make it within the timer easily. Um, and and of course the nice thing as well is we have our loot master is is great and. We are very flexible, not so much loot focused. So if you make a mistake, it's usually easily easy to recover, and that's also what mm-hmm. CLM supports very well, right? So you can just, you know, I mean, I've been known to get uh, duplicate uh, tokens, uh, tier tokens, and uh, <laughs> we can just uh, trade them and fix that in the loot later, uh, so loot doesn't go to waste. Yeah, I mean, our previous loot master, um, you know, uh, he's been using the other. And uh, yeah. he showed us how fast and how efficient it is in CLM to, you know, uh, make a change if something goes wrong or you don't need the item and you want to get your DKP back. It's so fast and efficient. You don't have to do all this work that you should do back then, at least. Yeah, I really yeah, it's a good combination of the UI and the library because something that we didn't mention is that Every action in CLM is stored and synchronized. It's recorded, yeah. Yeah, that's the best part, I believe. Yeah, I, I, I think so. That, that, that's exactly what Sam was focusing on. And because of that, just doing that in UI was pretty hard, to be honest. But yeah. it g- gave us a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. And it's also so, so, so easy to things. recover. So many things that I like about this add-on. I mean, the history, you can check an item, you can check the player, what the player has bought. It's so amazing to have everything recorded from day one to the whole phase. True. So, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, Yeah, you can actually check even more than you see in the UI simply because of the time constraints. I will, for example, I've developed a script in Python that parses the say variable file so the, the the database file and we can actually check on a web page dedicated for our guild to see who has bid for what item any time in the history that's something that you 
can't usually see in the UI. Yeah, but that's just for loot masters, right? I mean, that like, like other people don't get that data of the bits yeah. individually. Yeah. But 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 the cool thing is the way so the way data is stored, we we write down everything. So if we add a new feature, every time you log in or reload, it's the full history is essentially recalculated. So when Lant is added, uh, for example, attendance, what happens is he adds a new calculation based on the fact if you were in a raid or not. So then attendance will work uh, uh, immediately instead of in four weeks. You will see, you will see your history, your historical attendance based on the existing data. So, so any new future. So if you want to know how much DKP you've gotten on average, for example, or spending on average, uh, and that would be added as a as a graph somewhere in the add-on, it would show for all history as well. And that's really uh, really nice, uh, I think. You know what's amazing, actually, the fact that it can it can store so much data that you can backtrack to like the beginning of time, let's say, right? Uh, but it still does not feel very heavy for um, for the raid when it's actually being run. It it feels like it's just there and it, it doesn't really impact you know uh, frame rates or stuff like that, which. I don't know. Uh, with I would assume that with an add-on of, of this magnitude that can do so many things and keeps hold of all this data, it, it, it would create some sort of an issue. I don't know. I may be wrong here because I know uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. About, yeah, about this, you are right. <laughs> this is actually what we did a lot of testing on at the start, right? So, so you, you can see when you hover over the minimap icon how many events are stored. Do you know? Yeah. have any idea how many events are in your guild's uh, history? Have you ever checked it? I think, but I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't. Events? I wouldn't know the answer. Probably no. Mm. Probably no. Yeah. Yeah. Can you ballpark it for our guild? For our guild, some it is three hundred, three thousand two hundred. So it's yeah. basically nothing. Yeah. So, so so in essential, we had like sixteen or twenty thousand. Yeah, over we've, twenty. We have tested this for up to hundred thousand uh, in theory, but. The idea is that even though the the, the list of, of events that you have to go through is very long, we can just mm -hmm. throttle it. So we, we will say every 50 milliseconds, we will do 100 events. It might mean that after reloading, it will take longer before the add-on to become active. And I think nowadays, when it happens, CLM will actually show you a progress bar in the top for the recalculation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, and you shouldn't be seeing this a lot, right? This only happens if a synchronization is is not in sync. So so if you get items in order, then it's all good. Then no no recalculation needs to happen. And if you think about it, like if I tell you to sum a thousand numbers, you might say, well, that's a lot of work. But if I just give them to you one by one and you keep a running total, you could do it by you could do it in your head. Like you, you don't need, you don't even need pen and paper for it in theory. Um, and this is what the add-on does as well, right? So every event, it just needs to know what is changing. So if I get an item for 50 DKP, my current total changes and it goes down by 50. And it only needs to store that in the in the memory of the add-on, which mm -hmm. means that the memory usage is actually quite low. And when we show a list, for example, we only have to show a very simple list that we've already calculated in advance. So, so this is why why I guess it's uh, it's it's always quick, and the only way to really crack it is to constantly sync data uh, out of sync. So, if you have uh, 100 people, like 100 officers, or 10, like we had an essential in different raids, and then coming online and synchronizing all data, then you might see a lot of restarts uh, of the of the library and when that happens you get the progress bar and it takes a few seconds right yeah we've also yeah. put a lot of uh, effort into optimizing the events right so they are actually very very small yeah for, for, mm -hmm. for the and they are very easily compressed because all the communication is compressed serialized even the ui is so practical and easy to use for the average user i mean you've got no development idea but uh, I don't know how it is for the loot masters, but for the average player and raider, it's really easy to use and look all the info you need for everything. 
even when you know when you roll an item, when you want to check something out, it's so easy and I, it seems so polished, and I love that about the add-in. Thanks. You... To be honest, UI is pretty hard to make in WoW, yeah. but there is this huge framework called ACE3 that I have decided to use because you know. I have no idea how to make user interfaces. You know, I'm hardware guy. I I, I look at zeros and ones and waveforms. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not not UI UX user experience. So we used that, and that helped a lot. All right. It, it it sounds like you guys thought of everything. I wanted to ask: Is there something, some sort of let's say functionality? that you're i don't know you think that it's missing from the add-on and you're hoping to add in the future i don't know so well, i know synchronization yeah so, so one of the the big limitations so in in the wow environment you have different ways of communicating with each other so you have uh, group channels like guild and raid mm -hmm. and they are very cheap to use right i can send one message and i can reach the whole guild um, mm -hmm. If I would need to send the same message to 10 individuals, I would need to send 10 whispers, which is essentially 10 times slower because of the throttling. So mm -hmm. currently all synchronization happens in guild, and this is great as long as people are in the same guild. Uh, since the start, we've had uh, requests of cross-guild synchronizations, and, um, and that is actually really hard to solve. So cross-guild synchronization, mm -hmm. even cross-server synchronization, um, uh, yes, so in theory, people would be, it's like, well, I generally raid with this guild. Can I get notified? Like, can I just subscribe to their uh, ledger is what we call it. So their list of, of events. And that's currently right. not possible. Originally in classic, it would have been possible, but um, um, Blizzard disabled this. So one of the features that they disabled to prevent the dungeon fighter add-on from working is they prevented uh, custom chat channels. I'm not sure if anyone has ever used them. H have you guys used them before? I don't uh, think so. Yes, yeah, so, so if you if you go into to your chat and, and well, when you type slash join and type a channel name, like any name, you can set up your own channel. So you could use this, for example, to have a channel with your friends where you always join, even with alts and stuff like that. It's like a precursor of the battle.net group chats. Mm -hmm. um, and add-on had similar channel, uh, channels, so I could create my add-on and say, well, all my clients, so all users with this add-on will join this channel, and we get to communicate very efficiently. This is how the Dungeon Finder worked originally. But Blizzard oh. wasn't like too happy about that, so they disabled this. So now add-ons cannot have group communication except through raid, guild, or party. Or like the mm. communities they did in retail, right? Something like that? Yeah, I think that's similar. That's the Battle.net community, I think. Uh, mm. I'm not sure. Like, I, I haven't played retail in a very long time. So, um, yeah, that, that's actually a very big challenge. That's one of the big features that I'd, I'd love to uh, to look into. Um, mm -hmm. But I also haven't found the time or mo more specifically motivation to, to work on this. Mm -hmm. The positive note, uh, cross-server communication is coming. Yeah. Well, it even works uh, on, on my setup. Nice. Yeah, but you know, it's for retail for now. <laughs> but who, who knows what will happen to Classic when Kata comes, we need to be ready. Oh, you, you guys are really looking into the future, huh? That's interesting. That's nice now. Because, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of... like You, you mentioned it too, I feel like, that uh, a lot of people just give up at, uh, at some point. They just stop because the hours that it takes to maintain it and not only maintain it in, in a sense that it's working and we're fixing bugs, but also constantly adding new things. It, it's nice to know that you guys are uh, keep going at it. So uh, I wanted to ask, what is it that keeps you guys going? Because you mentioned, um, Atlantis mentioned that... It, there were times where it felt like having two jobs. So, uh, I mean, I'm just going to ask the question. And if you guys don't want to respond to it, that's okay, honestly. Uh, is there any monetary gain that comes from, you know, uh, being on CurseForge? Or is it just people donating to you to keep 
doing the, the job that you're doing? Um, do you do it for the community because you feel like you, uh, let's say, owe it to them? I don't know. Um, or do you just do it as a, because, because you like the, the side hustle in a sense? I, I, I'll answer that uh, broadly because it's all true, so, you know. Uh, I see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, my my cat just jumped on my head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, felines, so, uh, felines, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got three cats, you know. Um, oh, and <laughs> the, the youngest one loves sitting on the back of my chair. And she just did miss the jump and landed on my hand. <laughs> Man, cats. Amazing. Yeah, L lovely creatures. I hate them. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't we uh, all? Yeah. Exactly. So to continue the, the, the answer, uh, all three things. From one right. side, there is nothing else like this in the community. And since well both me and uh, i think some also we are big advocates of the free and open source uh, mm -hmm. software community uh, it's really nice to give something to the community second thing is uh, i actually enjoy it you know it is a break for me from the actual hard job that i do uh, right. at work because i i don't need to use my brain that much when coding add-ons versus what I have to do at work. I know it might sound silly for some people. <laughs> no, we can, okay. we can see this in your code, Lantus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you can clearly see when the code is better and worse. That, that's completely true. And where, where mm -hmm. I, when I was better, more experienced and when I was less. And uh, also mm -hmm. there are some uh, monetary uh, games. Uh, we got a Patreon setup. Um, mm -hmm. There's not much money coming from there. Um, mm -hmm. And there's also Curse Forge uh, point program. However, there's basically no money from that for add-on on this scale. Oh, okay. I didn't get a single penny yet from Curse Forge. Nope. Uh, we, we got few, maybe two or three hundred bucks from patrons throughout all of the CLM lifetime. I see. So, so the, the monetary is really good for very big add-ons. Mm -hmm. But for small add-ons, it's, you know, more like we like to do it. It's nice to I have see. something. I see. How would you define big, though? Like uh, tens of millions of downloads or something? You know, it, it's based on the amount of downloads per release. For example, we oh. have like 700,000 downloads total, right? With mm -hmm. Auras have 2 million downloads per release. Mm -hmm. it, it's not even that, that, that scale, you know? Right. Like we've got 17,000 or 20,000 users at this point. It, it's not I a see. small volume, but it's not mm -hmm. like huge add-on. Mm-hmm. Is this why the Gargle guy keeps updating the add-on all the time and you have to download it? Oh, because... Zorax? No, that, that's not it. Uh, oh, okay. It's not like the amount of uh, versions or downloads is like directly connected to the points that, you know, he he makes more updates, so he got, got has more money. No, that's not true. Um, oh, cool. Because it's based on the average. Uh, I actually... Uh, most people don't know, but I actually talk a lot with Zorax because we met back in the community DKP add-on and we decided mm -hmm. to sp split our ways. Mm -hmm. And he went with Gargul, I went with CLM, and you will even see that in CLM you have some Gargul integration. Yeah. Yeah, but basically what, what uh, Zorax does, he does a great job and he does a lot of updates because he likes to. I see, I see. Yeah, but with a single division of, if you say you have about 25,000 users active, if it only got even one group of 25 people, that's a thousand guilds using it at the moment. That, that's a big That number, sounds right? pretty nice, yeah. If, if you, if you, yeah. If you consider it like this, yeah. 
pretty nice to have, you know, thousand guilds dependent. Although, imagine what would happen if the add-on would die suddenly <laughs> one day. Yeah, yeah. I know that our our former uh, loot master Rob would probably hunt you guys down because he really loves the <laughs> the add-on. I think he's in love with it. Uh, we actually asked him um, um, at some point if there's something that he feels that the add-on could be doing better, if, if there's something that he doesn't like, and his response after, you know, consideration, mind you, he said, I think, no, I think it's perfect the way it is. It, it works. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like you, you guys should really be proud of yourselves because you've created something um, that a lot of people um, <laughs> basically use to make their lives easier um and and developing it kind of make your life hard i guess <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or harder the, and the insight yeah. you gave us uh, was pretty clear i mean we got so much info that we really we were really eager to to hear you know yeah. yeah thanks yeah you know making life easier is the actual goal to be honest because we enjoy writing we are in a dead that guild both of us are that that sexually and Nobody in a dad guild wants to, you know, spend time miserably when you have just a few hours a week to write, right? Yep. Mm. So uh, before we close off, um, if if you guys have, you know, any shout outs that you want to make or any future plans that you may have either on classic or on retail and you, you know, you want to announce it publicly, maybe, I don't know, whatever you guys feel like. Or inside projects that we would like. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Sure. Other projects. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I would say retail. CLM is coming to retail, hopefully by tomorrow. Not with full oh. functionality, but probably with some limitations, but it is coming. Nice. To test. So yeah, hopefully so... someone will use it. <laughs> I uh, I would mostly like to reiterate that, that Lance is doing the bulk of the work. Um since the first few releases, I think he's do, been doing 90%. Anything that you see is mostly him nowadays. Mm -hmm. I would still love to get some more motivation to, to work on the, the, the layers below. Uh, I really think all add-ons could probably improve from some structure um, mm -hmm. that we could provide. So we use things like we as an add-on developers use things like Lipstub and very few libraries that can often um, can be improved a, a lot, I think. Um, uh, and yeah, it would be really cool if uh, if someday I could make it like like a library that that helps other libraries uh, or add-ons make stuff uh, uh, like make their life easier. But uh, I have no specific plans for that. Just uh, ideas mm -hmm. and concepts. You will mm -hmm. get your motivations when you see my once you see my cross-server synchronization code. Yeah. You will just <laughs> hop in to fix it. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, uh, retail players rejoice, I guess, because uh, CLM is coming to uh, to you to help you guys out, um, as it has been helping uh, classic community. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you guys have planned for the future. You love the community, you're here to provide, you're putting in the hours, um, you're putting in the motivation, you're, you're doing everything. Um, on behalf of the community and, and on behalf of the rest of my guild, actually, I would like to thank you for... Uh, huge, huge thanks. Yeah, 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 for doing what you're doing. Uh, I know it may not sound like a lot, and maybe um, something like better communication on Blizzard's end might do you guys, you know, uh, insane favor. But uh, you, you do have, um, I, I want to say, a, a huge thanks from, from the people who are actually using it. Um, we, we really do respect the hours that you're putting in and the work that you guys are putting in, and we wouldn't be... Uh, and thanks for making our lives easier. Like you guys mentioned, uh, it's it's important. So uh, I'd also say that feel free to you know join uh, their Discord channel. Maybe you know support the guys. Yeah, in, yeah. Put up all that work for us. Download uh, Classic Loot Manager as well. Use it. Give it a try. Uh, it'll, it'll definitely 
help you out immensely as uh, it has been helping us if you're using DKP system or uh, APGP um it, it it works wonders really and um yeah just join the the lantises and sam's community over at uh, classic loot manager on their discord server you can google it and find it it's pretty easy um we'll also put a link somewhere in the um in the in the description of the video so that guys can actually find it um guys thank you again for being here uh to me i don't know there were a lot of things that I didn't understand because, you know, there's the vernacular that I didn't really understand. But I saw, I really grasped the passion and the hours that you guys put in. So, again, thank you for that. Um, and uh, b before we close you off, any shout outs that you might want to do to anybody? Any thanks that you may want to give? No, thanks for having us. Yeah, cool. one shout out. Uh you might not know, but there was a guy on our server named Virgil. He uh -huh. made the icon for CLM. It's a big shout out for him. Right. He, I think he's no longer playing. He was with us in Essential, then Virtue. But yeah, he made the icon. So basically, he made the, the face of CLM. So thanks for that. And thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks uh, guys for being here. Uh, this was episode three. Um, next episode, episode four, features um, our former um, uh, loot master Rob, and we're going to be talking about red edi raid etiquette. Um, also, um, I would like to mention that uh, we're going to have a um, a Google form or whatever somewhere. If anybody wants to come in and be a guest, or um, you know, suggest. Uh, someone to be the a next, guest uh, or the next topic or anything yeah, yeah yeah or the next topic yeah we're we're going to add that um because it's actually hard for us to to find people because we don't know the entire community uh thanks again to lantis and sam you guys have been awesome uh, and uh we'll see you again uh, in the future